Welcome to the program, everyone. And we have the privilege today of having Mr. Joe Tafoya, uh, former Seahawks defensive end. Go and, Hawks. Yes, Go Hawks. Uh, Joe, thank you so much for being on the program today as we talk about Alzheimer's. And it's my pleasure, Suzanne. Thank you for having me. You know, it is a big step, Joe. You are a pillar in this community. Um, you are one of the most giving, most heart-centered people I know. And um, I have had the privilege of working with you in various projects that we've done. But what strikes me, and I guess this is really an amazing thing, is is that you're also dealing with your mom who has early onset Alzheimer's. Um, and, uh, you know, I am so grateful that you're coming here to talk about this issue because there's a lot of families here in greater Puget Sound that might know of somebody that is dealing with a parent who has Alzheimer's or who has somebody in their family that's dealing with Alzheimer's dementia. And your words of wisdom um, and insights today are just so helpful. So thank you for being here. Thank you. Yeah. So, go ahead. So go ahead. And your mom has Alzheimer's. And could you just give me an overview of what is that like to have somebody that has Alzheimer's? Well, last year we moved my mom into my house, and I've got two young kids. I live on a farm. We have 17 horses and dogs and rabbits and chickens. It wasn't the perfect <laughs> wow. environment to have someone who can trip and get lost and yeah. pick things up randomly and put things away and not fully understand where she is. Um, when she moved over... The first couple of days, I remember it being fun to have my mom in sure. town and being able to spend time with her. And then reality slowly starts to set in where um, I'm going to be a primary caregiver. <laughs> and uh, there was so much that I didn't know about what I was dealing with. Mm -hmm. Just trying to take it head on as I do everything else really wasn't going to work this time. Right. So there, there were times when... She would come out of the room very confused. Where am I? Who are you? Didn't know who my kids were. She thought she saw people in the house from time to time. And right. she would, you know, have these violent outbursts. They have conversations with Conversations <laughs> with random people. Yeah. She was always asking about my sister and her mom. Where am I? Who are the people? And so slowly over time, with a lot of attention and care and love and wonderful relationships, especially with my wife and my kids and um, friends in the community and family abroad, they, they a lot of them were my life support. Sure. Because I didn't know what the heck I was doing. <laughs> you know, this isn't. <laughs> Who so, does know what they're doing? This isn't the it, read option offense. It, it I can was, figure that out, no well, problem. Yeah, and, and you know what? It's interesting because it doesn't matter if your parent has Alzheimer's or dementia or Parkinson's or, you know, heart disease or COPD yeah. or any of these things. Um, most of us, I would say 99% of us that are thrust into a caregiving role isn't because they studied in college saying, you know what, I'm going to be a family caregiver someday and that's going to be my chosen profession and I'm going to learn all of these things. It's like most of us are thrust into that role just because it's a crisis. And so obviously you got thrust into the role with, you know, starting to see warning signs, yes, but you probably never realized your life all of a sudden turning out it's like guess what everything's on my shoulders no very it was scary and there were moments where i was just pure purely terrified mm -hmm. not just of 
what I was dealing with, but sometimes of my mom. I had no idea what she was capable sure. of. Totally fair. And, and, you know, you're scared, you laugh, you cry, you get upset, you're confused, you go th- through this huge range of emotions. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, but if, you can't, if you can't figure out who you can talk to and if you can't figure out um, what you should be doing, there are so many networks out there. There are so many people, advocates that will step up and help. All you have to do is ask. That was right. the hardest part for me was actually asking for help. And when I finally did, it was like this giant weight lifted off my shoulders because right. then you see this community of people who you've invested so much of your own self and time and everything into coming back and giving back to you. Right. And, you know, we laugh now. That there were some moments that happened in my house ver- very early on where I would, okay, Mom, we're going to go to the store. Can you go get ready? And she'd come out wearing one sock and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then there were times when, you know, I'd turn the music up and she'd start bobbing her head like a teenager and then doing all these, mo- you know. I remember you yeah. posted a video on Facebook once of your mom rocking and rolling to something and it was so sweet. That's what it is. This is what you're dealing with. You know, you're not supposed to have to brush your mom's teeth and dress her, but that's what you're dealing with at this mm-hmm. age. Mm-hmm. So understanding that there's a progression of Alzheimer's and, um, you know, for... The fact that you still can take care of her in a, you know, in your home environment is amazing Um, because a lot of times, you know, families do not have the resources to do that, um, you know, where they can provide care in their home. And so there's different options. But the same token is, I'm sure, with having a parent that has been kind of the pillar of your life, um, you know, she, I know she was very involved in you, you know, developing your, your athletic career and supporting you in, you know, in getting in realizing your NFL dreams, everything like that. It's kind of hard probably to look at that person and they're not there anymore. Not pro it's very hard. And it's, it hurts when you look at her and there are small moments mm-hmm. of where Lucidity, you can see that yeah. person who you know and you love. But the rest of the time you're dealing with this person, you just you don't know who it is. Wow. And she doesn't know who I am either. Wow. But the love and the care that she gave me and my family um, as, you know, growing up, I, I will always remember that. And someone needs to step up. Someone yeah. needs to step up. So in this yeah. case, it was me. Now, my, my mom has since gone back to live with my sister because my sister wanted to take her shot at it and things may or may not work out. If she doesn't work out, she's going to come back here. We're still trying to figure it out. But I understand that in a lot of scenarios, that's not the case. Family right. isn't always on the same page. You're dealing with medical issues. You're dealing with financial mm-hmm. issues. You're dealing with um, personal issues, emotional. And not every family's on the same page. So So far, that has been the most apparent thing to me in talking to this community. If you have someone who's on the same page as you and your family, you guys stick together and work it out. If not, it is not uncommon. Everyone goes through this who's dealing with Alzheimer's dementia. Someone needs to step up and care for this person. And if they're part of this weird family dynamic that nobody gets along, 
actually not that weird. It's pretty normal. Right, <laughs> so. right. I know. So we're talking with uh, former defensive end Seattle Seahawk Joe Tafoya. Um, also, Hawks. yes, go Hawks. Um, and uh, about his mom's uh, challenge and journey with Alzheimer's. And I think your challenge and journey in taking care of her is really paramount to to this discussion. And as a result, what kind of advice do you have for those of us that are out there dealing with a loved one that has Alzheimer's dementia? My advice is to ask for help because that was my biggest, that was my biggest moment in all of this. When I finally came to the conclusion that this is way bigger than I thought, this is much more than I can handle. And I opened up about it. And when you open up, you're making yourself very vulnerable and you come to this moment where you press send on a Facebook post and you think anything can happen. And what you find is that there are so many more people dealing with this than you actually believe. And there are so many people in your immediate network that are dealing with this. And when you ask for help and you reach out and you start the conversation, You'll be surprised at what you get back. And it's such an uplifting thing because, you know, I'm used to being part of a team and now part of a fan base that bands together. And we, as fans and friends and family, we communicate with each other and we are able to come together under this thing that's bigger than ourselves. And now... I, I can get the help that I need. Right. Yeah. Right. And and getting that help um, is it's it's okay. Not only is it okay to ask for help, and I think that's the most important thing. But the other side of it is, I'm sure, is there's this area of where do you go? Uh, you know, again, this is the world that we live in. A lot of these things in the society is shoved under the rug. And I know when I was a caregiver for my mom, I didn't know where to go. Luckily, we have answers for elders, which is we have our care line, and you know about that. But there's other resources as well. The Alzheimer's Association has been wonderful. There are angels that are in that community. Um, honestly, if you if you open yourself up, they come to you. Mm-hmm. And, and you'll find that you don't know where to start. You have no idea <laughs> what information to take in and it's like drinking from a fire hose because there's so much information coming your direction and once you figure it out that there are good people you you migrate towards the ones you can get along with and communicate with and are close in proximity to you and honestly just opening the doors is my advice right so all you 12s out there i want you to listen because i think all of us as a fan base can uh, do something in our communities to help not only your own family members, but also those families in our communities that are struggling with Alzheimer's and dementia. So if I'm just somebody that would like to help, what what kinds of things could I do is just a general? Well, you could find Suzanne and it answers for elders, answers right? for elders and you can get involved in that community where we do 12 days of goodness mm-hmm. and you're visiting uh, elderly facilities going and just showing up and being part of it and, and watching the joy on their faces a lot of times people get left behind the elderly get left behind and they don't have anyone in their immediate network that will 
come and visit them. And just mm-hmm. something as simple as that, there's hope. Um, reach out to the Alzheimer's Association, ask to get involved there. But honestly, just support someone who's going through it. Send them a message. Yeah. It did wonders for me. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for Thank being you. here, Joe. All right. My pleasure. Hi, this is Suzanne Newman, host of the Answers for Elders podcast and radio show. We are the North Star that guides you through the complicated journey of senior care with trusted experts in money, law, living solutions, and more. So join us on this station, your favorite podcast channel, or just go to AnswersForElders.com. Meet the Wayshowers who will help your journey a lot easier.